maps won't work here. What? Maps won't work here. What do you mean? Look, that's what it says. Folks living in Sixto must have seen something so peculiar when we approached. A beast emerging from the haze. A large mechanical beast slowly trudging out of the shimmering ground with great stained glass windows over the cabin, glinting and reflecting. It's been so still on desolation for so long. I don't know why you gave it to me. Not really. Okay. Does it say what the next place is called? It says Sixdale. Should be just about a day away at the pace we've been going, I think. How's the reach? It's good. Everything is running smoothly. And I'm up to date on all of the maintenance. I'm glad. It looks like there are pages missing. Yeah, it just has the route from where we found Mew to Sixdale and then Sixdale to Landis. I wonder what happened to all of the other pages. Humdinger. That's an absolute humdinger. It all hums. Even the lights give off the slightest little buzz. But that's a humdinger. A real standout, that piece. The beast of burden. It breathes in, and it takes in, and lets in, and we hop in, sit in, play in, eat in, touch in, and here in the reach, I am in. I'm in the beast, and that apex seal is a humdinger. An absolute humdinger. It's been so still on desolation for so long, and they must have seen something they couldn't have thought to predict when we came trudging out of the shimmering ground with our hall. A beast whose burden is parts, pieces, and good intentions, which they couldn't see at first, of course. They could just see the glass, which we were learning to hope was enough of a friendly wave. Wait, what? I just asked how you were doing. Oh, good. I'm glad we'll really get to see a new place for once. Sounds like it was really small, but even still. I I wonder how small they go. Maybe it's just one person sitting at the edge of the world. You think? Probably not, but it's almost more romantic than just finding one last town. Or, hey, maybe we'll just keep walking until we meet up with another beast. I think I might like that. The beast hums. (laughs) 
I must be the real humdinger, sitting in here waiting for something to break. Everything is smooth. Everything is up to date. Fluids are cycled. Clearances are perfect. Efficiency is right on the spot. Gaskets have no give. Panels are hot. Temps are low. Maximized. Minimized. Dates are marked. Nothing due. Nothing due. Running smooth. Nothing due. Just a real humdinger. But that seal is going to go. It's running perfectly. And there's nothing to grab in the reach. It must have been something so peculiar to see our beast of burden come from nothing but haze and horizon. Faye, how long were we eating? I don't know. Half an hour, maybe? Oh. Okay. Why? It's just... Nothing. You alright? Sure thing. Don't mind me. But that seal is going to go. I'll replace it before it does. But if I don't watch it, it will go. It's got at least a year and a half. Maximized. Nothing is due. It breathes in. A year and a half minimum. Minimized. Nothing is due. It breathes out. This is just a lull in the maintenance cycle. It'll pick up again. Lights are all buzzing. Humming. Haze and horizon scattering our footprints. We knew the people we visited would see them when we left, though. They would see where the beast had been, and what direction it was going. And after they learned about the radio towers, and why we were building them, and what we hoped would come of them, even if nothing else came of them, the footsteps would be a mark, for at least a little while, and a direction to go. If they ever wanted to find where the beast of burden and all of its stained glass stories came from. Something feels a little off. I'll just try to hum along. so I don't see why not. These are the clock toes. The sun flits, my family. The greens and over there are the bakers and the marge wires. I'm Dad. To what do we owe the pleasure? Do you folks have a town council or a board or leader or someone? We've got something we'd like to discuss. No, can't say we do. But you've certainly got us all in the same place for the first time in a long time. I think we could stand all sit down and eat together while you tell us what you're up to. That works for you. We just waited for you, as soon as we saw you. Not much to say, really. We knew you were coming here. Not much else around these parts. 
Out from Frenya? Makes sense. It's the center, after all. Where we all came from a few hundred years ago. We used to call it touch ground. Oh yeah, we've heard of Frenya. I don't know if everybody has, but we remember it. Don't know much else about it. Just the glass. We hear about the glass. All of the colors. So why have you come all this way? Will you pass the bread? Thank you for sharing. We made bread for you, and here's the recipe. You should be able to make it with what you've got. It's got a little kick to it from the mosh flour. I'm proud of all three of you. And I love you. And... I hope... I'm excited to find out what the transmission will say. And I hope the three of you are in a good place when we manage to pin it down and broadcast. Dana, Faye, did you two get to say goodbye to Tess and Casey? I'm going to run over and give them some of the bread as well. I already hit the other two beasts. Cecilia, don't think for an instant that Faye will remember to take care of themselves. And, and if Dana gets that look in their eye, bring them back. Okay. Beast is all loaded up. Faye, you feel good in the reach? Good. And you've got all your dates worked out? I don't know if I mentioned it, but we gave you three enough gear to build about five more towers than the others. General consensus seems to be that the southeast is where you'll find the most folks. But that's honestly just our best guess. Don't know anything past Beck's place. So, okay, just be safe. I love you all. Good luck. Step one, location. As high as possible, as close to settlement as possible. Everything is smooth. Everything is up to date. Fluids are cycled. Clearances are perfect. Six parts mosh flower. Step two, balance. Measure and level surface as much as possible. Measure again, alter base beams. Efficiency is right on the spot. Gaskets have no give. Panels are hot. Temps are low. Two parts water. Three. Lattice support A-beams. Maximized. Minimized. Dates are marked. Nothing due. Nothing due. Running smooth. Nothing due. One part dryer's yeast. Salt, sugar, oil, Lex's brow spice. Four, transmitter housing. Feels smooth. Faye, how's it going in there? Great! Everything is running... optimally. We've got a very happy beast. I think we're getting pretty good at building these. Excellent. Five, lattice support B-beams. Lattice support hardware. Region modifier housing. Hot panels. Converters. Antenna block. Upper lattice support cross beams. Wiring. Antenna. 
radio tower completed. Completion time, three hours. That seal is going to go. And one pinch of K-pepper. So what made the three of you decide to up and leave your glass city? You know, I think it's that if I get down on my knees, cut my hands, and pick up a little pile of sand and rocks off the ground, I've created a new little piece of desolation. And even as I hold it, as small as it is, as susceptible as this minuscule new moon is to being blown away back into the droning expanses of desolation by my breath, it still feels bigger than Frenya did for me. Surrounding Frenya there are hills. They're etched, worn and lovely like hands, but so much more still. They're willing to hold us in place far longer than I could ever hold my own pile of this world, so when they gave us the option to run the beast across desolation to share the signal, I took it. To get away from home? For a while, yeah. And the other two? I don't think Faye Mine's where we are. Even in Frenia, they were always in some sort of reach. Sometimes they tell me about the way the city feels just as distant then as it does now. And Cecilia, Cecilia just stays busy all the time. I think this is just another task in a long list of tasks that need to get done. Dag, can I ask where your closest neighbors are? Sure. You already hit the Becks up northeast? Yeah, that's who we found last. Well... Then our next closest is Hull. You'll need to start working south-southwest. It usually takes us eight days or so when we move together. I don't know how long it'll take you three and your glass builder, but you'll want to stay on the right side of the Gilded Rock Tower and the mountains. What about Landis? Landis? I heard that Landis is just a few days southeast. Nope. You want Hull. Southwest. Then you can head around the base mountain range to New 72, and then head up northeast to Landis. You ran into that strange one, didn't you? That's where you got your directions? Yep. Stayed here a day short of a Xenal. Told us the same thing. Came up from Landis. One evening, we were counting steps past Beck's place. That was new for us. Back home, it took half as long to get from Dak's house to Faye's farm as it did the Civil Center to Glass Square. Took four times Civil Center to Glass Square if you were going to Belleville. Twice as long as Frenny to Belleville if you went to Scraps Heap. Why did that idiot from Landis spring to mind first thing? As if some kid with a bloody nose was going to save me from that place. Reese to the bridge gap, where Cecilia was from. Bridge gap to Maxon. That's where they really started staring at us. The communities became so small that they didn't know about Frenny anymore. We knew about them. More people to remember. More people to share the knowledge. Smiling at me. Spitting out blood and laughing. 
not even laughing at me. Just laughing. I thought the kid must be broken. I don't even remember their name. So why was it... When I saw that thing up on the far ridge and I really thought I might end up dead in that place, that kid was the first one to spring to mind. I can't even remember their name. I had no idea how many docks to phase it would be till the next stop. Or how many bridge gaps to Maxon's, or how many steps from the cabin to the reach. Or how many steps the figure on the horizon must have taken since their last stop. I don't know what to plot out anymore. Feels like I'm just dragging the damn pen behind myself as I walk. I've barely even been keeping track of the route since I managed to get out. Figures that after something like that I'd end up finding the least interesting place in Desolation. For as much work as I've put into this notebook, all the little topographical lines and details about what to eat and where there are the tiniest little puddles of water, it just comes down to this one little dot. Me. By a fire. Faye, slow up. Do you see that? Yeah. It looks like smoke. Do you think somebody's over there? Yeah. Look. You can see. It's just the one. I think they've just got a big pack next to them. Let's get closer and say hi. I bet they'll know where we're headed next. Okay. I wonder what they're doing out here alone. Let's find out. Everyone must have thought I punched the twerp because they accused me of stealing that weird little stick. But I did it because they told me where I couldn't go. And then, when their friends helped them up, I just got that grin through the blood. Like a friendly goodbye. Out from the haze. Hello? And the horizon. What's your name? Mew!
so you don't know who the transmission is from? Or what it'll say? Nope. We just know that it's encrypted for our technology. How did you find it? The city found a spring a few years ago, so we've more than enough water for the whole city to stop worrying about it so much. And we've been growing. Here! Would you like some bread? Please. Not in numbers so much as culturally, and scientifically. The Frenya Council began looking for some answers as to where we are from, where everybody on Desolation is from, how we got here. And they found a bunch of stuff right under the city. Stuff hundreds of years old. And that's where they found the receivers. A whole stack of barely functional computer banks, all blinking with the transmission. And where they found enough spare parts to build four of these beasts. It's like there's this big ancient complex right under Frenya. Most of it is buried now, but I think they'll uncover a lot more before we're done out here. There are four of these? Yeah. One went northeast, four, Jay, and Talon. One northwest, my sibling Tess, Faye's sibling Casey, and Ashford. One southwest, Simone, Gale, and Les, and then we've been going southeast. It's huge. I've never seen anything like it. So what about you? Where are you from? Um, well, I've been traveling for a long time, but I was originally from a little spot way out past a settlement called Carnbin. It's pretty far down southwest. What were you doing when we found you? You had a fire going. Uh, well, just eating before I kept going. Where have you been? How many more settlements are there out here? Well, uh, there are places all over, I guess. Clancy, where they cook and eat Marla's tails. Sovereignty, where the whole town spends their evenings playing music and singing old songs and things like that. And a bunch more. Don't know exactly how many, though. Do you just travel on your own? That must be challenging. Honestly, it's actually much easier than living in any of the settlements out here. Less work to just keep track of your own supplies, you know? No one to keep an eye on. I just bounce around and meet people. Look out for anything interesting. Then you must know the landscapes really well. Do you keep track of where you've been when you're traveling? Ooh! No. Well, you're welcome to stay with us for a little while if you'd like. We just finished the radio tower. What do you think? Well, it's peculiar to see a new structure, being the first we've had in a long time. It really marks us, doesn't it? No. I guess it's different than us being marked. When I look at it, I feel as though I'm watching the landscapes shift behind it. Like, the gilded tower rock gently steps aside and gives way to Frenya. And I get this feeling that if I look long enough, the glass itself will start moving. And new stories will start being told. Stories from all across Desolation. The Frenya artisans will decorate the homes and workplaces of the city with stories about lands covered in clouds, regret, and new designs. 
They'll start coloring the sun's light with images of abandoned homes and tangible, and new families in Arl. I think Alfrenia the Finder, Alaria the Mender, and Bidro the Crafter, our founders and greatest cities, are finding their outstretched hands are beginning to grab hold of each other once again. Makes me a little uneasy to be in such a big machine. What? Why? Used to work in Reaches, too, before I left home. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The, the spot I'm from, we had a few different machines to use. Mostly just to transport things into town, but a few for farming. One of my parents' siblings would work on them all over the area for different families. I was supposed to take over as they were getting older, but it didn't work. What happened? All the noise. It felt like a cacophony of harsh, jagged things grinding against each other when I was working on or in them. Doesn't sound like you had very smooth running parts. No. The parts were fine. I could just always hear them. I used to run one of the farm kits out for my family during the evening while it was cooler out. (laughs) Those were my only moments of respite. The noises stopped? No. (laughs) I would just look out and hear something other than the distorted metal I was sitting in. Another noise? Sort of. I could hear... I thought there was something like a clear tone that could only breach desolation surface during those nights. And I thought it would keep me safe if I followed it. At the very least, I knew I had to get out of there. Out of the reach. Out of Carnvin. Six parts mosh flower, two parts water. I saw it too. Cecilia was watching Mew from a distance, probably thinking I was too busy talking to Faye down in the reach to notice, but I wasn't. We'd stayed in that same spot for a few days, largely because Mew was the first person we'd met who had time to waste with us. Desolation doesn't lend itself to downtime, so meeting someone who lived unattached was wonderful for a while. The stories they told had me shaking sometimes because now that I was on the move, those sorts of experiences could be real for me, not just an insult to my own stasis. Faye seemed happy enough to take a break from the reach, which was a little unusual. I chalked it up to Mew having that effect, but Cecilia didn't seem dedicated to trust right away. And it made sense. Mew'd been on edge the entire time we were together. I'd watch Mew look out in the direction they had come from, and it was as though their sight was impeded by some unseen force. There was no distance in their eyes, no memories being played back. It just seemed as though they'd forgotten something and were sad, scared, and confused. Lonely, maybe. One part dryer's yeast, salt, sugar... 
Cecilia saw, and I saw it too. Mew was walking around the third night and looking at the inside of the beast, inspecting the art covering the walls and the games we'd laid out for the quiet evenings and the panels in the cabin and the books from home and the table where our dishes were still lingering and the kitchen, all with the same look as before. And I saw the look on Cecilia's face when Mew took the recipe for our bread. Oil, Lex's brow spice, and one pinch of K-pepper. They can take it. I have it memorized. Everything is smooth. Everything is up to date. Fluids are cycled. Clearances are perfect. Efficiency is right on the spot. Gaskets have no give. Panels are hot. Temps are low. Maximized. Minimized. Dates are marked. Nothing due. Nothing due. Running smooth. Nothing due. Why doesn't it feel like it? I'm so stressed when I watch. The whole beast is just... working perfectly. That seal, though. It's got such an important job. Once it's worn out, and there's a gap, the whole beast shuts down. We all stop moving until a new seal replaces it. I want it to just... I don't know. I was spinning and spinning and spinning. Seemed like every time I got Mew's notebook oriented, I realized that it was facing the wrong way. We're going to head southwest towards Landis. I see. Too vague. I don't want to miss Landis if it really is that close. If not, we'll just head west and do our best to bound over the mountains. Or too detailed. I would get lost in specifics. Well, I hope it works for you three. Look, I don't know how it went, and I wouldn't dare make any assumptions about how they carried their own weight with you three when you found Mew, but they sure didn't leave a great impression here. Don't know that I'd follow that one far at all. It looks right from every direction. Most of the time. Do you keep track of the supplies? Sure do. Which means you head the negotiations for water and food everywhere you visit? When it's necessary. And you keep the other two fed? When they're busy. Medical? Yep. Don't trust me? Can't say I do. Your bread is dull. Guess laughter can make anything taste sweet. Nothing do. Nothing do. Running smooth. Nothing do. Out from the haze and the horizon, we must be quite the image. A beast, catching the sun through its colorful maw, 
making its way through seldom-trod expanse. It's all running so smoothly. I want to... I just want... A beast whose burden is parts, pieces, and bread. Our footsteps are hidden by the shimmering illusion of water out of desert sand. But behind us, a line of radio towers emerges, one by one. Connection. Nothing due. Running smooth. Faye, are you in there? Oh. Yeah! I brought you some food. You spent almost all day down here. What have you been working on? Well... Nothing. It's all... It's all done for now. The beast is just stepping right along. Really? Yeah. I've run through the list in my head by mo times, and I'm all caught up. Everything that needs to be checked has been checked, and it's all running smoothly. Well, that sounds great. I suppose. But when I'm in here, I keep focusing on a single little part. This one little apex seal. It's so small, but if we don't have it, the whole beast suffers for it. And I know exactly when I need to replace it so that it doesn't blow and leave us in the lurch. But I don't want to. Why not? Because I want to just, I want it to blow. The whole beast feels wrong because it's running smoothly. I'm so used to fixing things and replacing things and getting them back to this point, but now I I have to just watch it and wait. I want to run the damn thing into the ground. I want the beast to run so fast and so hard that the seal blows and I can replace it with a new one and start over. But I can't do that. And I'll be okay. I know you will. It hurts knowing that if I do everything right and I keep all of the maintenance up to date and fix things as they go wrong, I have to watch the machine burn itself out. Eventually, the pieces will pull themselves apart by simply doing their job. Thanks for dinner. After a day of carefully plodding along in the beast, we settled in for the night. Six dough had been pleasant and inviting. Small. What we expected when we first set out. Folks working as close to the ground as possible, just like after the dry. Their families had found methods to survive, and that's what they'd been doing since. I sat in my seat at the front of the cabin, looking over the panels and through the front windscreen. I'd finally put Mew's notebook down. I didn't know if it spoke to Mew's ability as a cartographer or to my own ability as a reader and translator of maps, but every landmark was off by just a little or missing completely. I grabbed a blanket to bundle up with. Above me, the glass took on new colors as the sun disappeared behind us in the west. 
The mountains on both sides of the valley gradually got darker. And so they found me hiding on top of the council building, trying to blend in with one of the murals. Have you ever seen a buton? No. What's that? It's just about the only critter bigger than your hand down south. And I managed to piss one off (laughs) and get stuck on top of a big old boulder for six days once. What? After the fourth day. I thought it was gone and started climbing down, only to step on the thing's tail. (laughs) How did you manage to stay alive for six days on top of a boulder? Do you want to see? What? Where in desolation did you find so much food? I've never seen so many different kinds before. I get it from everywhere. Whenever I stop, I try to get a little bit of everything people have. I like to think it's the most varied collection on Desolation. What? What's the worst meal you've ever eaten? Oh. Uh, Probably the time these folks down in Mecker had me eat these weird green eggs with them. Because they told me it would be sweet, but it was the most bitter thing I've ever had. Oh. What were the folks from Mecker like? They're... fine, I guess. I don't know. And what about the people in Sovereignty? Is that where you said they play music together every night? What are they like? They're fine. Mew... Sounds like you've been all over. What is it you're looking for? What do you mean? You've just been so many places, and you live out and about with nobody. You don't even have a map. I'm just curious why you do it. I don't know. Okay. I I don't know. What are you doing? Why why are you out here? You're you're just taking a big walk, building radio towers so that Something can send some messages? Yeah, we're... We're trying to bridge some gaps. I don't know. Just seems pretty ludicrous, you know? Some message from the stars. What else is your game? Well, we're... We're trying to build connections. We've been so disconnected since the dry years, and we finally have the means to try and create some dialogue again. So, yes, we're building radio towers so that we can share the transmission when it gets decrypted, but more than that, we want to hear the people speak. (laughs) Uh, well, good luck. Where are you going? Who knows? You know what? Here. Take my notebook, and when you hit Sixto, don't listen to what they tell you. Bridge your first gap to Landis, and when you get there, give the kid with a crooked nose the stick back. Mew. Faye, Cecilia, get up. What? 
Did you move the beast last night? Move it? Did you move it after I went to sleep? No, we both went to bed right after you did. Something's wrong. The sun came up in the wrong place. The sun? It came up on the wrong side, and the rock tower is gone. Look. What, um, check Mew's notebook. I did. Look. Nothing matches up. Look. Look at it. I, I don't get it. Oh. <laughs> there it is. In the negative spaces. Maps won't work here. Developed, written, directed, and produced by James Malick. Maps was developed in part by Carly Landis. Dana is played by Carly Landis, Faye by Lucy Caldwell, and Cecilia by Izzy Roby. This episode featured appearances by Nathan Walker, Ethan Lambert, and Riley Harrington, playing Dag, Harlan, and Bartholomew, respectively. Music for Maps Won't Work Here was written and performed by James Malick. Follow Maps Won't Work Here at Maps Won't Work Here Podcast on Instagram. And if you would like to receive direct transmissions, reach out to Maps Won't Work Here at gmail.com. That's Maps W O N T Work Here at gmail.com. A very special thank you to Sheila Sanderson, Zoe Boyer, Jamie Davis Meyer, Katie Henley, and Ben Pinocchio, as well as the many other wonderful folks who have listened and contributed to hours of conceptualizing over the course of Maps development. This episode is dedicated to Onyx, the youngest and brightest constellation in the sky above desolation. Thank you for listening.